edge. Take you to the edge with the wedge. Sour cream and switch any Hi there, Miss Sweet, Sweet Jenny Sauce. How are we on this wonderful day? I, it is a beautiful day. I'm very excitable and I think you know why. Yeah, look, I'm a bit excited today. We are doing a little something different on the wedge. Um, so, of course, you know how we all love our conspiracy theories and this and that and what have you. And a friend of yours, Jenny, actually um, spoke to you about the Denver airport uh, or brought it to our attention and we've had a bit of a look and uh, all the rest of it and we decided bugger it we're just going to get her on the show um, and to reveal what uh, what she knows about it so we'd like to introduce the lovely Kez now of course Kez is a social media influencer and uh, today's topic of course is the Denver International Airport a very big welcome Kez hey guys how are you Thanks for having me on. Welcome to the wedge. Thank you. I feel special to be here. <laughs> Ooh, you're our very first, uh, our very first interviewer. So uh, a very big welcome. Now uh, we're going to get straight into it. And so, Kez, when did you um, start having an interest in the Denver International Airport? Tell us about it. Well, I first heard about the Denver Airport when I was living in America. Um, one of my friends, well, actually all of my friends were au pairs. So we were um, nannies in America. And one of them was just talking about how weird this airport was that she visited. And, you know, it was the kind of stuff she said about it was very, very strange. And I didn't really believe her. And then I looked it up and sure enough, everything that she said she saw at the airport was there. So, um, yeah, I've been looking into it for a few years now. And just some of the things out there about it are just really really crazy yeah I mean uh, there's certainly you know just having a wee look at it um, which we have to go and hunt for in many different areas now because it's all been taken off the YouTube and all the rest of it but um, you know you're looking at things like even just the art the tunnels the you know um, all those strange things why do you think I mean, even when in the building, when they were building this place, it was crazy as well. Crazy, um, yes. Well, they actually went over um, $2 billion over budget. Yeah. So wow. um, yeah, that's, a, that's a, yeah, a big difference um, with their budget right there. But, uh, and it also fell 16 months behind, behind um, schedule as well. So it's a massive airport, especially when Denver actually already had an uh, airport as well. So well, I was just um, going to say that didn't Denver actually have an original airport? So because that wasn't the original airport, was it? No, they actually had Stapleton Airport, which was much closer to Denver itself. It's only twenty minutes out, 
And then they went and built this second Denver International Airport, which is 40 minutes away from um, the Denver. And um, the original airport actually had more runways than the second one. So a lot of people were kind of wondering why, why? they had the need <laughs> to build this other airport when the other was one was... That was my next question. Why did they, yeah. why did they build another airport? Well, I suppose none of us really know the answer to that. No, well, that's it. Well, there's um, some uh, conspiracy theorists out there believe that the airport itself was built to hide some uh, underground tunnels and doomsday bunkers for the world's elite. If um, the end of the world was to come, then they all have somewhere to hide. So that's one of the theories behind why this airport was actually built. So, um, yeah, so the new airport, um, it's actually bigger than Manhattan. It's around 34,000 acres. Yes, around 34,000 acres. And it has five runways. So the original plan for all the runways was so that planes could take off uh, at the same time and land uh, all going in different directions. So um, I showed Jenny the photo of the runway and it has a rather peculiar shape, the runway. Um, Jenny, did you want to talk about that? Well, I've seen the picture that shows the runways. Um, if you look at them from above, it looks like a swastika. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. And the airport's actually come out and say, said, no, it's actually shaped of a pinwheel, but... If you look at it and I look at it, it looks much more like a swastika. So, yeah, that's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's just one of the weird things about this bloody uh, airport. Um, yeah. Not forgetting, of course, all the crazy art they've got. And, and it's very interesting because I found when researching this that, um, you know, they, of course, are trying to debunk any conspiracy theory whatsoever. Don't be ridiculous. Don't read into it. Da, 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 da. Uh, and they try and give you their reasoning behind this. Um, but I found it interesting, you know, the, the gargoyles, the art, the Lucifer. Let's talk about Lucifer because that is a huge theory behind that. Uh, could you extend a little bit more information on that, please, Kez? Yeah, so Lucifer, his real name is um, Blue Mustang and it's meant to be to represent, um, you know, the Denver Broncos because uh, that's one of their football teams over there. And anyway, it's a 32 feet, it's at 32 feet high and it's got it's horse, red it? eyes. Oh, it's massive. It's anatomically correct as well. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And it stands about, yeah, 32 feet high and it has red eyes which glow, which is where it got its uh, nickname Lucifer um, because its yeah. eyes, red eyes are quite haunting. And anyway, uh, when the statue was getting made, it actually fell and it pierced one of the arteries um, in the sculptor and he died. So he didn't oh, even wow. get to finish his project. No, yes, his assistant had to do it. So it just makes it all the more haunting. So the red eyes, was that um, yeah. obviously from the artist that put yes. the red eyes? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So they make them glow? So they're they're uh, LED lights, so red LED right. lights uh, for the eyes. And, yes, they glow. Jump in there because, yeah, of course all the conspiracy theories say it looks possessed. Why would you give it red eyes? Mm. In one of the debunking videos I watched, 
they said the artist's father ran a neon shop. So the neon red eyes were a salute to his father. That's what they said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what other um, theories have we heard about the uh, Blucifer? I haven't heard any others except it just freaks everyone out. It looks like right. Yes. Horse. Yes, it's um, just very, very creepy. And the story behind it with the artist, people just feel, you know, it was a bad omen to begin with. Well, after yes, it killed its artist. The... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the crazy artwork doesn't really stop there in the airport. So they've also got um, some very strange murals that are displayed around the airport. And uh, one of them is a scene that kind of um, depicts some kind of doomsday, um, so to speak. So there's a picture, in the picture there's people or children of all different colours and nationalities and there's a what looks to be a German uh, soldier with a gas mask on and in one hand he's got um, a large sword or machete um, stabbing through a white dove, which I guess symbolises peace. So people think that, you know, it's like the end of, um, end of peace and harmony and just creating... And is that with um, all the babies lining up? It looked like they were all ready to be sacrificed. Pretty much, yes. And there's also um, children in caskets. And, yeah, you'll have to have a look, um, get your uh, listeners to have a look at it. It's very, very strange mural to have at very the strange. why they would have that there. Yeah. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the art that I was looking at, um, it, it, yeah, you really had, like, obviously it's telling a lot of stories, but where do you start with yeah. it? Because some of them are just like that one that you just described really frightening uh you well, there's burning sorry sorry and i was gonna say it'd be interesting to know from the artist's point of view what the hell he where he was where they were coming from with this like what is their reasoning behind that particular art piece is um quite disturbing in itself um have you did you find anything out about the artist is it the same artist that did all the murals there well, the artist basically said it was more of a picture of peace, you know, with um, huh. everyone all coming together from different nationalities and all from around the world uniting together. It was peaceful and it wasn't really depicting some kind of doomsday event. But uh, I guess that's debatable <laughs> if you've Absolutely. seen the art yourself. It yeah, it's the end of the world because there are big flames and like something burning. It looks like the tower card from a tarot pack. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, it could have a few meanings behind it. But uh, obviously what I, my idea of it doesn't seem to be like, it seems more like it's killing of the peace than uh, creating peace. Absolutely. Um, especially well, with the soldier with the gas mask. Uh, yeah, that, the AK that, that one was <laughs> Yeah, that was frightening. Yes. All the women yes. lining up with their children and there's the soreness in their faces. Um, the yeah. pics that they're giving up their children to be killed. Anyway, far out. I mean, it just that's just one painting. <laughs> it would be the last thing you'd want to see before you get on a plane. I was just oh, thinking exactly. the same thing. Um, yeah, not uh, happy travels, everybody. But, um, well, I mean, 
like you said, that's just one piece. And, and I did see the other piece where all the, you know, lot, you know, children from all different around the world and, you know, that was kind of okay. But then you look in the back and there's flames and there's this and it's just sort of, it's very um, questioning in the sense like it's sort of just a glance at it. But once you start looking really deep into it, the, the, weird, the weird stuff that you see in there is quite um, profound, I, I found. Yeah. It's freaky. And I guess what it is, I mean, this is what I was saying to Kez before, the airport seems to embrace these conspiracy theories. Like, not only have they done all this weird artwork and the, you know, the demonic horse and the mural with the burning scene and people dying, they then have this gargoyle, which, you know, seems to play on, you know, what is that gargoyle? in one of the videos it says hi welcome to the illuminati headquarters right right doesn't he say i noticed that myself, I that myself. I felt it's almost like uh like you said they've, they've gone well okay if this is what people think let's uh let's use this to our advantage uh it's free advertising for our airport uh even like with that alien skull apparently that was made by um the people that worked at the airport, uh, and, and so they are. They're like almost wanting to create. Do you think that could be the case where they've gone? Okay, all these conspiracy theories are coming out. They're saying this, that, and the other. Well, let's just play their game in it. And uh, oh, absolutely, using our advantage. Well, you can even go straight onto the Fly Denver website, and they fully embrace it. I mean, they have built boards up with like conspiracy number two they've got a masonic masonic symbol they've got the all-seeing eye on a hard hat and pictures of gargoyles pictures of lizard people hashtag conspiracy number four it's all there <laughs> on their website so they're really embracing it and um yeah, some of their tweets have come oh, sorry. out sorry sorry I'm... um yeah sorry <laughs> some of their t um tweets that have come out um, when there was a government shutdown, they've tweeted, the government hashtag shutdown is not affecting construction of the underground alien bunker. That is all. Hashtag DIA midpoint, hashtag conspiracy. Oh, right, right. So... I'll tell you what did make me sort of question um, with it all. It is the Masonic, it is all the symbols that is around. I mean, when we see those symbols, especially these days now that it's sort of, uh, become more apparent and people are starting to wake up with these symbols of what exactly they mean and they certainly don't hide them um, they want it to be seen by the people who know about it um, why do you think there's so much of that around in the airport is it to just add to it or do you think that there's definitely more than what they're sort of saying to us I think with a lot of conspiracy theorists do feel like that they they like to leave, you know, people breadcrumbs so it's all there in plain sight. So, you know, people, they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're building an alien bunker or, you know, um, this is the Illuminati headquarters. And so they're really, the airport's really playing on it, but conspiracy theorists are saying, well, they're telling us that it's there and, you know, it's just... Um, out there for everyone to know so it's all out in the open 
Whereas, you know, it's completely a joke, um, but it just, I guess it depends on how you want to take it. But they're definitely, if they're trying to hide something, they're leaving all the breadcrumbs there. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I was saying to Kez before about the gargoyle, that gargoyle that talks to people who walk past, that's obviously someone watching through a camera and talking. Oh, definitely. Because they comment, they'll say, oh, I like your flat or I like your red shirt. So it's obviously someone in real time um, interacting with people. It's not a robot and it's not AI. No. Yeah. It's interesting that they even have a budget to pay someone to be a gargoyle voice. Well, look, I mean, like I said before, it sounds like they are taking, they're taking full advantage of us and uh, going, right, we're going to give you this and we're going to give you a little bit more. Um, And I get, it also kind of makes me think, you know, leading us to the left so we don't go to the right, if you know what I mean. Does that make any sense? Harry, you think it's um yeah it, it, it's like um okay he, here's your little there's your little bits there you go but on the right hand side there's a lot of crazy shit hey i would like to um definitely discuss the tunnels because um mm. there is a lot of stuff about these underground tunnels and um yeah what's your take on that kiss Yeah, well, the tunnels were originally made uh, for the baggage system. It was meant to be a really quick and efficient way to transport the luggage everywhere. And it just, it didn't work. So it didn't work how they wanted it to work. So they're pretty much unused now. But that was another big thing that, you know, people were kind of um, a bit sceptical about was that whole system because it just completely failed with the baggage system there. Um, but some people have been in the tunnels before and they said there's actually artwork under the tunnels as well. So they're thinking, well, you're not actually allowed in the tunnels now, but um, why would they put all this artwork in tunnels for nobody to see? And where do these tunnels lead to? It's all all very strange. Uh, But, yeah, the other thing with the airport is they actually was going to say before that they have the longest runway in the USA. So, um, yeah, a lot of people think that it's because of Colorado's thin air, um, but all the alien conspiracy theorists, they think it's because the alien ships are going to land there, so they need a bigger runway. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because they land like planes. What? That's it, yeah. But what's really funny or what's really strange is um, (laughs) Steven Spielberg mentioned that he dreamt most of uh, Close Encounters of the Third third kind before he created it and the coordinates for the alien landing zone in the movie are almost the same as a dia airport wow wow yeah so that kind of <laughs> that gets you thinking a little bit but um of course because this airport you know didn't open until 1994 i think it was and uh, yes. that movie was from the 70s so uh and listen, back yeah. the tunnels. Now, I saw, I think it was on the Jesse Ventura conspiracy theory show he did about bunkers. He said that there's a, a link to the military base that's under Cheyenne Mountain. Did you find that? Any info on that? Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people do think that that's where the tunnels could lead. But, um, 
yeah, I guess we probably will never know, but um, there definitely, where does it lead to? Because it's, I think it would have to lead somewhere, wouldn't it? So um, it's actually really interesting because in um, 2011, we had a bit of a solar incident. So there was um, the comet Alanin, I think it was, and a lot of people believed that this would be a doomsday comet. So uh, they thought that with the comet, it would bring trigger earthquakes, um, tidal waves, tsunamis, you know, all that kind of stuff. And anyway, uh, it was believed that it would come close to Earth between October and November in 2011. And um, uh, Barack Obama just happened to be in Denver with his family around the date that uh, Comet Elenin was making its pass past the Earth's orbit, so. And, uh, and, yeah, mm. You know, um, I've also heard, of course, uh, you know, with the Illuminati, we all know, um, well, we don't all know, but uh, we're all starting to now know <clears throat> that, you know, they're right, you know, they love taking babies and doing all that stuff. Uh, I've also heard this tunnel could be used for child trafficking. Have you heard that? I haven't heard that so much, no. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people do think that it could be used for many different things or, you know, getting things out and in very discreetly. Um, but the airport actually, sorry, um, has barbed wire fences, but the barbed wire is tilted inwards, not outwards. Oh, wow. So, I don't, yes. So it's kind of, you know, keeping you in rather than trying to keep you out. How strange. See, another, so and this is the thing. It, there's, there's so many things that don't add up um, and they give their little lame excuses, but it's still sort of, I still sort of scratch my head going, it doesn't, still doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense. Uh, and I think that's what they obviously want. They're trying to elude that, oh, you know, this is fine. The reason for this is that, but, you know, you're still scratching it, left scratching your head. Um Carrie, yeah. can I ask you a question? Um, when it comes to um, Denver, and co it's in Colorado, right? Tell us, because yeah. my American geography is not that great. Why, if this is a secret military base or a bunker, why would they put it in Denver out of everywhere in America? Why would they choose that spot? Well... People seem to think it's because it's uh, so far from either of the coasts. So, you know, you're not on the Atlantic side, you're not in the Pacific, you're pretty much, um, you know, in the middle top of the country. So it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere, really, and surrounded say, by mountains. Yeah. So is that why people fly into Denver to change planes to go somewhere else? Is that what it's? Or do people get out at Denver? Yeah. Well, it's really strange because um, it's not one of the busiest airports still in America. I mean, you've got Chicago O'Hare Airport. You've got the airports Lux, in Atlanta, yeah. LAX, you know. So it's, it's still, it still is a busy hub, but it's definitely not the busiest of so all. Isn't that so isn't interesting? So it's not yeah. the busiest, but it's the biggest. No. Yes, and I mean, LAX only cost $613 million to build. JFK Airport was $1.4 So um, for this airport that's, you know, still doesn't serve as many people as LAX would or um, JFK, it's, sorry. 
No, I was just going to say, is the reason this theory has come about so much, not only all the clues in the airport, but the fact that it's however many hectares or whatever you said, and the actual airport doesn't use that much space. So people, is that it? That they're assuming there must be a big underground network for them to have built it on such a big block? Yeah, well, that definitely comes into it because, I mean, when they already have an airport that's doing its job, it's doing what it's meant to be doing, and then they open up another airport with less runways and, you know, just more issues further out from the city, a lot of people just kind of think, well, what what was this? What was this really built for? What? Why do we need an airport this Absolutely. big? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's bigger than Manhattan, so... <laughs> I, I can't uh, get over it. It's amazing. massive. It, for, I wonder yeah, if the... I wonder if the Denver community, um, you know, what happened with them, if they had any say on it or if they feel that um, there's a lot of weird stuff coming out from there. Yeah. Well, um, when it was first opened, they actually created a time capsule. So the time capsule is not supposed to be open until 2094, so at the 100-year mark. So, of course, none of us... We'll be here. Yes. No. So apparently, you know, they put a few, um, you know, little bits and pieces of memorabilia in there. I think there was some um, handwritten notes from some residents and um, credit card and, you know, just little bits of memorabilia and messages uh, for the people of the future. But um, it's actually like what's written on the stone that's kind of had people, you know, scratching their head. Like, why, why would they write that? So um, the stone was built by the Freemasons, so the, or the capsule, and um, and engraved on the stone, it mentions um, it mentions the New World Airport Commission. Oh boy! So that this airport was opened by the New World Airport Commission, where if you look that up, that doesn't even exist. There's no such thing as a New World Airport Commission. I mean, you would think if it's Denver International Airport, you think that it might have Denver Airport Commission or Denver International Airport Commission, but no, it says New World Airport Commission. And actually, so. that reminds me, I did see someone say it is a privately paid for airport, but it's not government funded. Yes. And so that made me wonder, well, who did that and how do they make money? Like, people don't go to an airport. Well, maybe they do go to Denver as a, a tourist place now because of all the weird stuff. But it's not like you build an airport to attract people to your airport. You build an no. airport to actually fly people away. Like, people aren't going there to visit an airport usually, are they? No, you don't, you don't go to the airport like a museum. <laughs> so this no. is kind of, the artwork's probably stuff you'd find in a museum, not in an airport. I mean, you don't want to step off an aeroplane and um, be greeted with a big mural of um, children in caskets and, uh, no. um, you know, army men with gas masks and machetes and guns in their hand. No. Like, it's not necessarily the nice welcome that you would like when you arrive somewhere or the last thing you want to see before getting on a plane. So, <laughs> so look, the thing is, if it was just one of these things maybe you'd go yeah okay but we've got a horse statue that killed its artist we've got talking gargoyles that even call it the illuminati headquarters we've got masonic symbols we've got 
uh, the new world whatever, which reminds us all of new world order. We've got it built on huge acres so that it seems like the tip of an iceberg. And then, yeah, so there's, there's more to it than just one person saying that's a bit weird. There's a load uh, of people, isn't that? Absolutely. I mean, it's almost like they're just trying to make it, you know, the Illuminati thing, like the Illuminati, is, it's just the norm. It's the normal. It's the new normal. <laughs> I, Illuminati, the first time I heard the word Illuminati was the Dan Brown book, Da Vinci Code. I mean, when did you first hear it? I first heard of Illuminati with the Illuminati Cup game. So um, by, I think it was Steve Jackson. Yeah. Now tell us about. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. I, I haven't, no. Oh, okay. Oh, that, this is a big story. So this will take a while, but um, I'll just quickly mention it. So it's a card game from the 1980s and it's people that are into games don't really understand because the game's a pretty pointless game. It has no real meaning or anything, but on these Illuminati cards are all events of um, catastrophic world events. So there's um, like a tidal wave, there's um, a picture of um, the twin towers on there as well. Um, there's Princess Diana on there. There's a marathon um, card as well on there. So people are kind of linking these pictures. So there's a, there's a lot of these cards, so it's hard to go through them all. But um, a lot of these cards all depict events that have happened. And there's a quarantine card on there as well, I should say. So um, are these just like normal playing cards, but they've got these pictures yeah, on them? Is that what you mean? Yes. So... Um, yeah, and the, the cards came out in the 1980s, but it's just a lot of these uh, cards that people believe that they've predicted events that have happened since. So um, they've got the charismatic leader. They've got actually got a um, card that looks remarkably like Donald Trump with the word enough on it. So I don't remember oh. if you, rem um, you know about the... campaign when Trump was running, how it was very, um, you know, well-known. Oh. Everyone would say enough, enough, enough when yes. Donald Trump was talking. So, you know, it's um, just little things wow. like that, that kind of, uh, I think you should definitely um, do a show on these cards, get yourself um, a pack of the cards and go through them all because you can look at them all and you could almost link them up to so many wow. events that have happened in the past wow. 20 years. And these came out so, in the 80s, did you say? Yes, yes, yes. So I've, I've been a big fan of these cards. Um, I think Jenny's heard me talk about them a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously still available. Yes, you can get them. Um, I think there's, they've done a, a remake of them um, in the past 10 years. But if you get your hands on the original deck... Um, you'll see there's probably, I think there's about 60 of the original cards, but I mean, there's a picture of what looks like two towers, um, called, and the card name is terrorist nuke with two towers wow. getting blown up. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, so it's look, very, very interesting. It is very interesting. And I was saying, you know, the more you dig into sort of things like this, the more that you start getting the dots to the dot, you know, it's like a dot to dot picture. 
um, and the more information and stuff you start digging up, it's just like, it, it is, it's mind blowing, frightening. And, um, but I feel though, I do feel that we're finally, um, I don't know if I like to use the word shedding some light, if you like, uh, on all of this weird craziness that is starting to emerge. And, and I think as much as I, really don't like social media it has also made it's made the world a lot smaller and of course um opening up a lot more avenues for people to go hang on a minute oh i didn't know that you know um didn't even know that these people existed and a lot of people still don't realize just what's out there and and i can understand you know people probably go who gives a shit you know just live your day your life day to day but the thing is is that we're all being dictated by these fuckers um and it's about time that, uh, you know, one person can't do anything, but when you're in big numbers, then things will start happening, right? Well, that's it. That's it. So I guess um, at the end of the day, I think they, the people think that the Illuminati's uh, main goal is to depopulate the earth. So um, basically... They want, there's a thing called the Georgia Guidestones and they want people to live by the Georgia Guidestones rules, which is keep uh, the population of the world within 500 million. So you can imagine that now we're in the billions. Million? Um, million, yes. Um, to keep God. it in harmony with the earth. So in they want to control. So uh, 500 million people are easier to control than however many billion people so the less people in the world the easier it is to control so absolutely but you know wow. what you've got to take everything with a grain of salt so i just love 100%. reading about this i love hearing about it you know i'm you know sometimes i'm skeptical sometimes i'm really into it and it's just i think it's really good to be able to access all this kind of um information while we still can before everything gets censored and um well actually yeah, oh, we're, already seeing, we're already seeing that we're already mm. seeing we're, it's starting so it's it started i mean look at let's just get on facebook quickly i mean that everything on facebook now is if, if they don't like it as in zuckerberg and all them it's gone you don't hear about it youtube they're taking off so many different things i mean it's it's, it's wild um guys what would be a good point to actually leave this part one because in part two that's exactly what they're going to talk about the censorship and how conspiracy theories are you know being limited online um so what do you think girls do you think we've talked yeah. about the airport well yeah i do i think um i mean look it's certainly i mean i I don't know. I'm, I certainly wouldn't be the kind of person. I think if, maybe if I had the money, I might go and check it out. But check it out, like um, you know, to go and visit it yourself. But what would happen? Nothing really, because uh, basically you're not allowed to go anywhere where they don't want you to see. You know, no. like all airports, I suppose. Um, but yeah, look, it, it is an interesting. Um, it's just interesting, topic. isn't it? That's the thing about it. Just. It just seems like it's a whole lot of kooky all put into one place and you just think, wow, is this really an airport? So then, of course, you look into it more and think, oh, yeah, well, they've got this other airport. And, you know, when you tie everything together, it just it really makes for a good story to talk about, doesn't it? It, it really does. And that's why we, yeah. we were like going, oh, well, 
bloody hell, we're going to get you on the show to discuss this a little bit further. Um, I didn't, I had no idea that uh, the horse, the um, Lucifer, killed its artist. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, look, I think we have sort of wrapped that up in that sense because, uh, like you said, SJ, we're going to be um, talking more about why we are now very limited to being able to get any of these particular stories. But um, look, thank you so much, Kez. It's been great to chat with you about uh, the Denver International Airport. And uh, look, if any of our listeners have got anything that they'd like to put in with that, um, whether you agree or not agree, we would love to hear from you. Uh, of course, SJ, where can you find The Wedge with Sour Cream and Sweet Jenny Sauce? You can follow us on Twitter. You can uh, like us on Facebook. We also can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or CastBox. And Kez, we're very lucky because Kez is coming back for our next episode. But um, thank you so much for joining us and shedding light on the Denver International Airport. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, (laughs) take care, listeners. And we'll be back next week, same time, same place, same Wedge channel. Ciao.